Now it's time to check in with the wife. Yes, it's time once again for the Pith of Pop, the podcast edition with my beautiful, awesome number twelve in the iTunes top one hundred wife, Jen. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Jen. Hi. So, uh, what are we going to talk about this week? I have got another few movies that we've seen. That's right. The last three movies. What were they? Waco, The Rules of Engagement, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, very very wide range of films again, and one actually still in theaters right now. Uh, let's start with the tough one, I think. What do you think of Waco, The Rules of Engagement? I will say this. I had a very definite opinion about what was going on in 1993 when the siege at Waco was happening. I, I had an opinion of... Um, the politics and what was happening. And this film really helped me to realize how much the media coverage colored my opinion. Like with anything, there was a lot more to the story than what we saw on CNN. And I'm not sure if I'd say the uh, coverage was entirely irresponsible, but there was just more to it than you could get um, when you were just trying to catch up with it as things were happening. And there was actually a lot of history. Right. I mean, the Branch Davidians had been around for like over a hundred years and, you know, there were a lot of different people involved. There were, you know, lots of different things about it that people didn't know that CNN or, you know, NBC or whoever, for that matter, just didn't even bother to tell anybody. And you can just imagine all the things, other things that they didn't, you know, bother to tell you either. And it really uh, makes you question the media's motives. Now, I'm not, you know, I, I will admit watching it uh, from afar, I, I just sort of put uh David Koresh and the Branch Davidians into the standard nut job column. And, and uh, even though I don't, you know, I'm not a, I'm definitely not a Christian and I don't know anything about the Bible. Um, one thing that this uh, documentary kind of explained in a clearer way than I ever saw was that although they had some um, less common views of the Bible and interpretations thereof, it certainly didn't seem to me to be something so far fetched as to be, you know, completely irresponsible or crazy. It, it was just yet another way to read the Bible and they were interpreting it the, the yet another way. And that's, that's, I thought that that's sort of what freedom religion was supposed to be about. Yeah, I mean, and they point out a lot of other things like um, what the FBI went in there for in the first place. And you realize, well, they didn't really know what they were going in there for. And, you know, I do have to admit that this film does not present an entirely objective point of view. It no, is, not at all. I mean, I, I, I'll say it's biased, but it's a, it's a different point of view than what you might have. So I think it's important to see. Yeah. Um, you know, this this movie was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Documentary. Yeah, and Roger Ebert, whether or not you agree with him, he he really thought that it was remarkable. It's not uh, the most well-produced, polished production. Some of the uh, music and attempts at dramatization were, were flat-out laughable, at least now, you know, many, many years later. But again, it's not the it's not the production we're looking at. It's a story that it's trying to tell, and it's it's quite an interesting story. Yeah, it's, you know, very effective use of testimony and um i think it's exceptionally well put together you know i haven't seen a lot of documentaries in my life but this one really really gave me pause now you actually had this film you bought it on ebay or something close to uh, several years ago i did i bought it like five years ago i bought it for like seven bucks and it sat on our shelf for years, I never saw it because I was just too chicken. And it, it is a difficult film to watch. Very difficult. But I, I think it's uh, something you, you, you should probably try and see. 
Uh, let's see. Is there a way to transition to our next film? Uh, what did you think about the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Well, on its own, you know, if to somebody that hasn't read Douglas Adams, somebody who isn't a fan of the books, they would probably like it a lot. You yeah, know, I mean, you've got the British humor in general. Yeah, it's it's kind of wacky. It's kind of a, a combination of sci-fi wackiness and dry humor and it would probably be appreciated by somebody who doesn't love as Douglas Adams as much as I do. But uh, as a Douglas Adams fan? Uh, Not so much. You know, Douglas was a genius. You know, I think Douglas Adams was probably one of the best writers of sci-fi or or fantasy, you know, ever. And he had such a big vision that it can't really be translated to celluloid. Now, Douglas Adams' universe has been through many incarnations, radio series, television series, so um, I I definitely left a lot of room for variation there. Um, I I am definitely a diehard Douglas Adams fan. His books were practically my Bible in uh, in my adolescence, and when I ran a dial-up bulletin board over 10 years ago, my handle was Prophet Zarkon, a character from this uh, this, this trilogy, the five-book trilogy. So I, you know, I wasn't really sure what I was going to get from this film, and I'm kind of disappointed that I can't say I loved it, and I'm also disappointed that I can't say I really hated it either. It it just sort of was okay. It's more like a series of weird parts than an actual solid story. You know, there's little bits that were in the book, and there's other little bits that weren't in the book, and they're kind of just strung together in in kind of almost a haphazard fashion. Yeah, and, you know, some of the things that they included from the book were kind of came through as kind of awkward, and some of the things that were created just for the film I thought actually worked. Um, and I, and it, it does bear noting that Douglas Adams, although he did die while this film was in production, he was heavily involved, and he wrote like 80% of the screenplay, so, though he, so he does have, he did have a hand in making this film. Um, John Malkovich, actually, um, he's in this movie, but his part was written especially for the film. And I thought it worked. You did? I don't know, I thought it was kind of awkward. Well, it worked if you like John Al- Malkovich, maybe. Yeah, and I will say that Martin Freeman's Arthur Dent is spot on perfect. Yeah, he was pretty good and uh at, and, and interesting casting to put Moss Def or Most Def in as Yeah, a, the as, rap star. As Ford. Yeah, but you know, it worked. I thought it worked. Yeah, I mean it, he didn't he didn't play the character that I knew from the books, yet it, it, it's not like uh, Moss Def was playing uh, was wearing a Ford suit. He did something distinct and unique with the character, so I didn't mind it at all. Now they did also turn up the volume on a romantic subplot. Yeah, that I could have done without. I was, you know, I guess in in the context, it, it was okay. Yeah, and it seems like it's against the Bible of movie making not to have a subplot like that. It didn't annoy me, but it but it was a but it was a curious addition. And finally, uh, we actually got out to see a movie in the theaters. Of course, yeah, that's wonders be- never cease because it's a kids movie. Um, Wallace and Gromit and the Case of the Were Rabbit. It it's by the same guys who did Chicken Run, and you know they're probably fans of. Um, Wallace and Gromit's other movies and you know I can say what I did see of it I liked I didn't get to see probably a quarter of it I was walking with Alex right a fussy baby and we also got there late so we had a seat behind the balcony so I would say we we did we literally saw part of the movie the top part of the movie but (laughs) we did we did I, I thought it was pretty good yeah um it's kind of in that signature Nick Park kind of way it's got um, moments, you know, that are a little bit risque that you're kind of sitting there going, is this appropriate? 
Um, but you know, you find yourself laughing and, and you know that the kids like it. Yeah. And the kids were enjoying it. And as far as the level that adults can enjoy it, I thought the voice actors were, were all great. Yeah. Helena Bottom Carter's in this and Ray Fiennes, who I, I, if I hadn't seen the opening title sequence, I wouldn't have realized it was him. But of course a great villain. Great villain. Absolutely great villain. And as far as kids movies go, I thought the, the plot was relatively interesting. It kept my interest. You know, I, there was, a, there were plot twists that I didn't see coming. Yeah, actually, the the cause of the were rabbit comes as quite a surprise, and it's I think a really good kind of a twist for for a kids film. Definitely, definitely, and it does kind of combine you know gothic horror kind of conventions. You know, it's not really a flat out parody; it's it's kind of an homage, and it incorporates a lot of the things that you would see in, in kind of those old horror films. And you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a huge fan of Pixar films, and I'm amazed. At and I am impressed with the way you can tell organic stories with computer technology and CGI. But there's just something special about seeing a, a stop motion animated film made with uh, models, plastine or, or clay and stuff like that. Yeah, there's, I think, a really big cinematic quality to the, to the clay. It, it looks so great on the screen. So uh, let's look at our three movies here and get uh, Jen's star ratings on those. First of all. What did you think about Waco, The Rules of Engagement? Four and a half. Four and a half stars. So you, you really liked it. I think it's a really important film for people to see. No matter what kind of opinion you had of what happened, you still, I think, need to get another point of view. I'd agree. You know, it's a hard movie to watch, but it's, uh, it's, it's, good, for, <laughs> it's good for your brain. Um, what did you think about The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Two and a half. Two and a half stars, so definitely not your favorite. No, you know, and I do want to reemphasize, I loved the books. Yeah, read the books, read the books. And finally, what did you think about Wallace and Gromit and the case of the were-rabbit? Three and a half. Three and a half stars. So definitely worth your while, and especially if you have kids. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a fun thing to rent, you know, on a rainy day and your kids are bored. Okay, so uh, three movies by Jen. Uh, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. <laughs> 